wake up! Time to rise and shine. I love Rick and Carly. I love Rick and Carly. Rick and Carly is my favorite morning show. This is Rick and Carly in the morning. All right, here we go. Another day. Thank you for getting up and starting your day off with us. Uh, to, to kick it all off today, yeah, I want to apologize to the Chick-fil-A that I went to on Saturday. Oh, what did you do? So I was trying to get some uh, lunch, and it was a pretty big order. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of cars. There's like 50 cars crammed in line. You've seen that, right? Oh, These guys are popular. Always that way. People yeah. love their Chick-fil-A. They do. I got in the line with no way to pull out. Yeah, There's nowhere to go. You're, in you're, there. You're, yeah, you got to make a decision. Like we're all in, or or, or we're not going to do this. Yes, I went for it. Made my order. Had my card. Card got declined. Had no other way to pay. And this is one of those places where you can pay in advance, or you just mm-hmm. you slip the card in. By the yeah. time you get up there, you just get your food, right? And you go. So I had to shamefully inch my way through the line and then awkwardly wave to the people at the window as I drive by. This is why I've told you <laughs> I so many times. Money. I'm like, just get a credit card, a backup card. Yeah. So that if for some reason know, something goes I know, wrong, I know. I'm a grown, you won't do it. I'm a grown man. I don't have a credit card. So dumb. I, part, part of the reason I don't have, I don't trust myself with a credit well, card. Well, I agree with you there. And my debit card is really old. So yeah. sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I didn't get my Chick-fil-A, dang it. Sorry, Chick-fil-A. And somebody got a, there's an extra meal sitting there. And yeah, exactly. Who knows what they do with that. Mm-hmm. Men refusing to go to the doctor. Ugh. I've had this pain in my side for months. I finally went into the doctor. They figured it out. Mm-hmm. Gave me a little medication. Yep. Good to go. Could have done that months ago, but... Yes, you could have, but you're a guy, so let's just whine and complain for a couple months I didn't before whine. going to the I doctor. I didn't whine about it. Yes, you did. Every once in a while, I'd say, oh, yeah, it's still hurting <laughs> or something like that, but... Every day. Um, we want to know, how bad did it have to get before your man went to the doctor? Originally, when I posted this stuff online, it wasn't necessarily um, specified to the women. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, okay, ladies, you tell us. But I started realizing that none of the guys were coming forward saying like, well, I waited this amount of time. Because you're did in this. denial. It was all the girls that came forward. So yes. that's why we're changing that. Because we have to live to, with you. <laughs> how bad did it get before your man went to the doctor? Amelia Marie says, my boyfriend broke his foot while hiking. Didn't go see a doctor for four months. And it was broken? And it was broken. Great. Yeah. Crystal Johnson, for three months, my ex refused to go to the doctor for a kidney stone. It lodged itself in the left side, and he had to get it removed. Now he has about a 15% chance of having kids naturally. Really? Yes. I will give him props for dealing with that pain all that time because I <laughs> God, couldn't do it. Guys sit there and just suffer through it. I know. We're men. <laughs> we're men. And you're stupid. Candace Myers says, my husband waited six days before he finally went to the ER to find out he was having a heart attack. What? He had a 99% blockage in two different places. Six days he waited before he went Oh my gosh. Lucky to be alive. That reminds me, our friend Valerie, 
Valerie yes. Cameron. Mm-hmm. She just posted on Facebook that her dad waited to go to the doctor, finally went into the hospital, and they said, he's had two heart attacks. Two! And they didn't even know. No, they're like, wow. how are you alive? Trellis Burner says, my boyfriend got popped in the eye with a baseball. There was He was in a baseball game. There was mm-hmm. blood everywhere. It almost looked like his eyeball was coming out. It was really bad. Ew. He put on a pair of sunglasses and shouted, play ball! What? After the game was over, he finally went to the hospital. <laughs> that reminds, Gotta finish the game first, that, of that course. Re- I went motorcycle riding one time, and I uh-huh. landed, and something went through my leg. I don't know if it was a rod on the motorcycle. Oh, boy. It literally felt like somebody just shot me. And I don't know what what went through there, but mm-hmm. when I looked down, there was a hole in one side of my leg and a hole where it had come out the other side. And obviously, there's lots of blood. and Yeah. And we continued to ride motorcycles. Oh, wait, not only that, but we, we got home. Took about a, it was a two-hour drive to get home. And then we had passes for monster trucks that night. I didn't want to miss out on that. So we went to the monster truck thing. Then I went to the hospital after that. <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't understand. And look, I'm still standing. I'm here. I know. One more. Marge Drummond says, my husband's gun went off shooting himself through the hand. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He pulled out the bullet, wrapped the thing up, wrapped his hand up, yeah. g- grabbed <laughs> grabbed a bottle of whiskey. Of course. <laughs> and then he says, quote, I feel like I'm in the movies right before he passed out. <laughs> she brings him to the hospital. <gasps> Idiotacy. Oh my gosh. He's doing it old Texas style. Yeah, That's just pass Western a bottle fan. of whiskey. I'll be fine. <laughs> Splash a little of that out on my hand. Oh man. <laughs> and now let me have a drink. <laughs> he passes out and she's like, I'm hauling him to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Can you keep a secret? Rick and Carly in the morning. I can you keep a secret this morning brought to you by Base Camp Social. Jen's husband, Dan, uh, threw out a, it's like a pretty big one. He said he'd divorce you if you bring home another pet. Mm. Did he say that in a joking manner or what's going on with you guys, um, Jen? <laughs> uh, I mean, he kind of seems serious. Yeah. Um, we already have two dogs and a cat, which I don't think is that many pets. That's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. But okay. It's kind of on the brink of a lot. That's all relative, you know, it's different <laughs> different strokes for different folks. So you heard on our show that the shelters are a little overloaded and what did you do? Uh yeah, yeah. I was listening to your show and I heard that, so I kinda went down to the Humane Society and picked out a pit bull mix. What? <laughs> because you heard it on our show. Yeah, yeah, he's super cute. Um, Jen's just got a big heart. No. She can't help it. Yeah, but, okay, so I'm assuming your husband knows you went down and did this and now you're in trouble, or what's the deal? No, no, he doesn't know at all, and I'm supposed to actually pick up the dog this afternoon. <laughs> we're um, we're going to help her tell him, Carly. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Jen. Yep. He's going to divorce you. I, it's... <laughs> No. I mean, your guys' fault. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to blame us. You can't just uh, say that. Mm. Okay. All right. Hello? Hi, is this Dan? Uh, Yeah, it is. Who's this? 
Hey, Dan, it's Rick and Carly. How are you? Uh, wait, from the radio? Yep. From Hello. the radio, yeah. You're on live, Dan. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, what is this about? Well, Dan, we've been talking to your wife, Jen, and she has a little something she'd like to tell you. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. Hi. <laughs> Um, so, you know how you told me the other day you divorced me if I ever brought home another animal? Uh, yeah, and I meant it. <laughs> okay, um, well, I was actually listening to Rick and Carly the other day, and they were, you know, saying how animal shelters are so overloaded right now. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's terrible. And so I, you know, I went down to the shelter, and I just found the cutest little, like, pimple mix. And hun, they like don't have enough room to keep those pets, so uh, I'm bringing him home, buddy. Buddy, bringing him home this afternoon. Oh, <laughs> that's his name, buddy. Buddy, yeah, oh, little cute. buddy. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that nice, Dan? Isn't that sweet? No, no, you're definitely not. Like, no, Dan, no more pets. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, that that can't happen, Dan. Man, when you see him, I promise, like, you're going to change your mind. He's such a sweetie. And, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I know, like, you're not really going to divorce me, right? Yeah, Dan, I bet Buddy is just going to be a great addition to your family. I mean, I make good on my promises, Jen, and I said no more pets. (laughs) I mean, please, like, Dan, please just, like, look at him. Yeah. And like, okay, I'm going to bring him home this afternoon and, you know, you just have to see him. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can just foster him, you know, until we find a good home. Okay. I mean, I don't know. There's absolutely no promise on keeping him, though, Jen. Well, yeah. But you'll but consider. You'll go meet little buddy, though, right? At least take a look at him, take a peek. Because there's no room at the shelters, Dan. It's like Jesus I mean, back in the day. I mean, it sounds like I have no choice at this point, but we're not keeping him. There's no room at the inn. Yeah. You gotta let him in. You gotta let him in, yeah. Dan. Yeah. Dan, we're on uh, it's a good family. We're on Jen's side here. You go home, spend a little time with Buddy, and then call us back, okay? Yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> you know, as a mom, I try to keep up with my teenagers. I want to be cool. <laughs> Why? It just doesn't seem to work. I don't know. I just want to stay young. I think all of us, to an extent, want to be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found out that I am not cool when I bought my daughter a couple of shirts and we were trying to style them. Mm. And I said, "Hun, do you ever do like the, the messy tuck where you just tuck the front the part thing. of your shirt in? All the ladies do that. Every single lady I know on this planet does the messy tuck. Not Gen Z. My daughter looked at me and she's like, no, mom, I don't do the messy tuck or the French tuck or whatever you want to call it. What do they do? It. She says you either have to go crop top or big and baggy. What's is crop top like the the like half belly shirt? The belly shirt. You okay. got to call it a crop top though, not a belly shirt. Yeah, it's a that's crop top. that's so eighties when that's, you say. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and definitely shirt. don't do the messy tuck because that screams I'm a mom. And baggy's the other thing that's popular. So baggy that it's like you would confuse it as a bed shirt. 
You're like, oh, did you just oh. roll out of bed? Well, yes, I did, but very strategically. That's kind of hip. That's kind of cool. That's the huh? cool thing. So start dressing that way. Still doing my messy tuck yeah. this morning. <laughs> you ignored the the advice from Gen Z, huh? I just, I guess I got to embrace <laughs> that I'm a mom in my 40s. What do I do? Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. Vanna White says she may stay with Wheel of Fortune after Pat Sajak leaves, but only if they pay up. Now, we don't know what she's asking for. Oh, they're not throwing numbers out at us, huh? Well, we know what she currently makes. So Mm. she currently makes $3 million a year. Okay. Pat Sajak was making almost five times that. (laughs) Yeah. He was? Yes. Wow. So, of course, she wants a big fat raise. So he's making like $15 million a year. Yes. And, of course, he's the host, but Vanna White's pretty important to that show. She's the name now. She's the uh, fixture. That's the face yeah. of the show, right? Yeah. And, I mean... I say $9, $10 million. I don't think I that's think asking so. for too much. I would agree with yeah. you. And a lot of people are saying, you know what? She still puts forth just as much effort. She's there as much as he is. She has mm-hmm. to, you know, do her hair and makeup and wardrobe obligations, and she's got to stay mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does more Pat publicity for the show. Mr. Sajak didn't have to stay fit. No. He was fairly fit, but he didn't have to. It wasn't in his contract, I don't think. Now, why is it that I don't make five times more than you? Well, you have in the past. <laughs> I, I just never climbed made that the ladder. <laughs> Let's be honest. You've definitely made more than me over the course of our career. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe stay silent. Oh. Mari Povich, he's staying busy since he retired from his talk show last year. Mm-hmm. He's launching an at-home DNA paternity test company. It's called... Oh, that's a little different than what he's used to doing, huh? No, it's not. Well, oh, yeah. He was always having that stuff on his show, wasn't yes. he? Yes. So it's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. called The Results Are In, which was his catchphrase. Mm. He says, I've been around paternity testing for more than 20 years, so I know exactly what's going on and how we can help those people who are looking for fathers, fathers who are looking for children, fathers who don't think they're fathers, and fathers who think they're our fathers. It's like doing the show all over again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He says they're going to make it easier. Easier and more affordable than ever before. Nick Cannon's blended family, not completely blended because not all of the kids know about each other. Now, he says he would like for this to happen. He would love for them to all go to school together. But apparently some of the moms are standing in the way of that vision. And he says he's got to respect everyone's wishes. Well, they don't even all live in the same state, do they? I think they all live in California. I think. I'd have to do some digging. I thought he was doing like a state-by-state thing, trying to hit all 50 states. crossing the country. (laughs) No. Uh, That's not his goal? No. Not right now, at least. He says he figures it'll all come out in the wash eventually. He has already had some conversations with his oldest kids, Moroccan and Monroe. Those are the 12-year-old twins he shares with Mariah Carey. He also has a six-year-old son that he says has kind of already figured th- things out. And he's like, yeah, I know. I've got other siblings. <laughs> I got it, I've heard so, on the news. Is it, He's got 12 kids now? I can't remember. It's 11 or 12. Yeah, 11 or 12. Can you imagine? I, I have five, which is a lot. Yeah. And you know when you get in those moments, you can't remember your kid's name or keep shouting out other names. Can yeah. you imagine being him? Yeah. <laughs> And no. from different households moms. and moms yeah. and oh my gosh. Just tough. remembering all the moms' names. Seriously. <laughs> that For would real. be hard, right? Yes. <laughs> there is a big difference between being cheap and being frugal. Mm. So someone who's frugal is conscientious about 
their money. They want to save. But cheap people take it next level to the point where it's like not nice. I've got a buddy that they're cheap. Okay, they're uh-huh. frugal and they're cheap. But so during the summertime, you know how hot it gets here. Triple yeah. digits a lot of times. Mm-hmm. They will not turn on the air conditioner ever. They'll go bunker in in the basement, yeah. turn all the lights off, mm-hmm. and I think they do have a fan, but that's like next level cheap. Yeah, that's like cheap. His wife will not go pay for anything. He, I remember him telling me a story about like some old shoes they had for like 25 years and mm-hmm. she brought it back oh, to a store and was able gosh. to get a refund for the shoes. See, cheap, not good. Not good. <laughs> so we're going to put you to the cheap frugal test. Let's go. A bunch of people were asked, what's frugal, what's cheap? Mm. We'll see how you do. So not leaving a tip. That's cheap. That's cheap. I would say that's cheap. That is cheap, yes. Buying generic groceries or electronics. It's frugal. Frugal, Mm -hmm. yes. Carefully tracking how much electricity you're using. That's cheap. Well, that could be frugal. Yeah, people are saying it's frugal. I think if you get to the so point like your, your friend yeah. was being cheap. If you, okay, so with us. Who wants to sit there and go like, oh, we're five kilowatts over what we're supposed to be at for the month. My gosh, we're shutting it down. I agree. But Shut I, it all down. I do think you need to be somewhat <laughs> smart. Turn the lights off when you're not in the room. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then I don't like when we go up and down with the temperature like, oh, it's it's 73 in here. Let's blast the air. And then, oh, it got to 69. Let's turn the heat on. That's just keep it at 68 just, and you're fine. No. That's what you do. 72 that's what we should would do. be ideal. But anyway. You know, there's other ways that like uh, your son, he, he never flushes the toilet. He's trying to save water, I think. I think he's being frugal, right? I think he's being lazy. <laughs> I think he just doesn't flush. Yes, exactly. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reusing tea bags or coffee filters. Cheap? Cheap. Yeah. That's cheap. Calculating your portion of a group dinner bill to the cent. That's cheap. That's cheap. It's not nice. Just kind of guesstimate or whatever venmo me whenever yeah. i have people venmo me somehow i'm i end up like 40 dollars short <laughs> like they, none of them factored in a tip or right. anything like that, that and i gotta happen. take care of that yeah. yeah that's not fun but you don't want to be cheap so how about this one diluting your hand soap with water so it'll last longer <laughs> that is way cheap that is really cheap yeah <laughs> i get if you're in a desperate situation like i'll see movies about people going through tough times or during the uh great depression and they'd uh, water down their milk well yeah that's completely they, different they had to but yeah. if you don't have to that's just being cheap Using deals or coupons for everything you buy. Frugal. Is frugal. I should do that a little bit more. I remember, I have fond memories of my mom clipping coupons, and they used to have double coupon day at the store. Yeah, that's when you went. And you'd go and just, yeah, save a lot of money. The ladies would just have thousands of coupons all over the floor. Mm -hmm. Pick them up, get ready, go to the grocery store. It's double coupon day. It was an event. How about this one? Always tipping 15% regardless of how good the service was. The, the, I don't, is that either cheap or, fr- I think that's wrong. It's cheap because it's cheap. you should kind of say, did they do a good job? If they did a good job, the standard I would say today is 20%. I feel like I can't even not tip now. There's something inside my brain. It's like, even if they do a bad job, I still end up tipping. I don't tip them as much, 
But I feel like in those situations, I shouldn't tip at all. I agree with you. They were horrible. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more things. Are you cheap or are you frugal regifting? That's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah. Really shouldn't do I've that. been there, done that. I know you have. <laughs> to my daughter. Oh, boy. How about this one? Only trouble. drinking at home, never at a bar or restaurant. That's cheap. No, it's not. That's frugal? It's frugal. I th- I'll be honest with you. I think it's stupid to go get a drink at the bar or out at a restaurant. Yeah, it but, costs so much more. But part of that is the ambiance, the meeting new people, the hmm. vibe that's going on. Usually all You don't have, get that while you're sucking down a bottle of whiskey all by yourself at home. No, but to be honest with you, usually <laughs> I'd suck back a little before going into the concert and then yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not buying this stuff at the concession. That's $12 a shot? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no thank you. It's the phone call no one wants to get. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Rick's gonna call the landfill and see if it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even keep a straight face saying this, can it's just so stupid. He's going to see if it's okay if he can drop me off for a few hours. Every day. Every day. <laughs> so she can play around in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him a call. One, one. This is Marsha. Can I help you? Hey, Marsha. I've got a quick question. Um, and this is in regards to your landfill, the dump. Let me transfer you over there, okay? Oh, one moment. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thanks for calling me. This is Deborah. How may I help you? Deborah, uh, quick question for you. Something, uh, I've been doing this for a while already, and people are telling me that I should probably get permission. So that's why I'm calling, just to see if if, if this is okay. I, um, I'll, dr- I'll drop my wife off at the landfill and just... Uh, let her stay there for three or four hours, and then I usually come back and just pick her up. And she she just likes to have a good time out there. You guys, I mean, that's okay, right? Oh, why not? Okay. Are you paying for it? Uh, well, we pay for the the load when we go in, and then and then I just come pick her up. Just like that. Yes, ma'am. And you don't feel threatened? Uh, threatened? What do you mean? Huh? Her being out here? Well, she likes to roll around in the trash, and she says there's always good food to eat, and, you know, I... She like to roll around in the trash? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Well, you you know, for safety reasons, you know, they have the compactor out there and all the bulldozers and everything moving and doing stuff. Right. And you don't feel she not feel she not, I mean, she's not... Afraid that something might happen? Well, she's or, she's quick on her feet. She's good at dodging that kind of stuff. So I've I, I have talked to her. I mean, safety's obviously number one. But is her insurance paid up? That's the question. Is her insurance? Yeah, is her insurance paid up? Oh yeah, and I got a okay. I got big life so, insurance. So now on I have a better understanding why you allow that to happen. Why I allow her to go? Oh, because I'm going to get some money from the life insurance. That's what yeah. you're thinking. No, no, no. I get no. it. I get it now. Now I understand. So uh, I'm going to guess that this is a yes. You're okay with me dropping my wife off? Did you put my name on there if I can get half? <laughs> you know what? I'll put your name on the radio. You're on Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. <laughs> No one's ever really done that before. (laughs)
I don't know, Carly. I, I, I feel like doing it sometimes. Sometimes I want to go there. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. A man named Damien robbed a woman outside her home, pointed a gun at her. She handed over $100 in cash. And then, with the gun still pointed at her, Damien asked her if she had a boyfriend. Hmm. She'd add him on Facebook. <laughs> he even showed her his profile and oh, that's sweet. forced her to add him right yes. there. Do it now. Yeah, I want to make sure you're not lying to me. Mm-hmm. He said he'd pay her back for the 100 bucks and then ran off. So they even exchanged Facebook messages a little later. Damien still trying to score a date <laughs> and promising to pay her back. What a story. If, if, if that worked out, you know, they got married and had kids. How beautiful. Well, no, it didn't work out that no. way. No, oh, of course The not. woman said she actually had a man but wished him well. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used his information to get him arrested. Of course she did. Yeah. <laughs> Ask her out on a date, dude. <laughs> Guys, listen and learn. This is why I screw up so much in life is to share these experiences. Oh. And, and uh, by me doing so, all of us come together uh, as a species, as the, the male species, and we learn. Okay? So, okay. Ladies, you're welcome. Huh. <laughs> With, without giving out too much information, Carly tells me last night, she says, I love your body. Mm-hmm. You look every bit as good as you did a few years ago. I think I said, so nice. you look the same as the day I met you. You may have. Yes. I, I, I couldn't remember verbatim, but it was a very nice compliment. Uh-huh. I said what I thought was what I was supposed to say. I said, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Apparently, that was the wrong thing to say. I digested it for several hours, and then finally I just couldn't hold back. And I was like, you know, I expected when I threw that out at you for you to say, you too, babe. Right. You look just as good as the day I met you. Because I've learned that when you get a compliment, you should say thank you. A lot of times you get a compliment... And then you overprocess the whole thing. And you're like, well, I didn't really do all that. Or I did, you know, you tell them a whole story. They don't want to hear a whole story. Mm-hmm. Saying thank you usually is appropriate. But guys, I'm telling you, in this situation, not appropriate. Not really what I was hoping you for. You have to tell, like I was supposed to say, baby, you also look better than you did a few years mm-hmm. ago. If you remember, I threw this out at you. Not once, but two, multiple times because you were fishing. Three times. I yes. didn't get it. I didn't catch it every right. time. I know. Thank you. <laughs> did I say thank you every time? Yes. Okay. You did. At least I wasn't rude about it. I was, <laughs> I was. I just wasn't giving you what you what you wanted, right. what you needed. But exactly. I've, I've learned. Have Next you? Next time something like that comes my direction, uh-huh. I'm going to be ready for it. And you do look as beautiful as you did. See, now I'm not going to buy the it. The day I met you. Right, sure. You do, for sure. Mm-mm. There was another comment that came out at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's which for another time because is? that's a whole <laughs> other lesson in okay. learning. Someone just posted a story on a wedding shaming Facebook group about a bride who got busted for trying to rip off her bridesmaids. So she and her maid of honor cooked up a scam where they'd tell the bridesmaids their dresses were oh $400, but the actual price was $200, and then they'd use the extra money to help pay for the bride's wedding dress. I can't believe people do this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, I know. First off, who charges their bridesmaids for their bridesmaids' 
dress. You know what I mean? Well, who pays for them? Usually the... The, the bride does? The, or the bride's family. Really? So I've got a daughter getting married here soon. That's part of what I'm paying for? Yes. I didn't know that. The scam fell apart when one of the bridesmaids went to the dress shop to try it on, and the salespeople said, no, this isn't a $400 dress. It's a $200 oh dress. Yeah. And guess what? All four bridesmaids dropped out of the wedding. It's summertime. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Mm-hmm. Except for in our house. It's like a, an ice No, box. it feels good in our house. 70 degrees is normal, Carly. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that whole debate. <laughs> But if you live in a home that's nice and warm and cozy and you tend to run hot, especially if you're a hot sleeper, here's some hacks for sleeping in the heat. Freeze your pajamas. Sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but it works. Come it on. works, Rick. Freeze your pajamas? Yes. You put them in a plastic bag, toss them in the freezer, <laughs> and then get it them out. It doesn't just sound ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But it works. Like, even when you said that, you couldn't even hardly say it with a straight face. Just toss them in the freezer. Just put your PGs in the freezer. (laughs) Keep you nice and cool. Uh, This one is actually surprising to me. They Uh. say, don't sleep naked, because if you sweat, it'll collect on your skin instead of being absorbed by your clothes. I, I, I don't want to throw out too much information, but I can attest to this, because I do sleep in my skivvies. And I tend to get hot flashes. So I found myself. I don't myself, know if I buy that, though. I, I I do because I'll wake up and I'm sweaty and it's like it, I'm freezing cold. It's kind of like, um, so I used to frame houses for a living. Yeah. And, and we'd be out in the hot sun all summer long. And they would tell you that uh, you should ha- you should cover all your skin. Yes. It, it keeps you cooler, they say. Because, I don't know, you lock in the sweat. I've or, heard that. I, I, I never it. felt cooler that way. I just take mm. the shirt off. I'm like, I, I want as little on as possible. You can either try these hacks or not no, try okay. them. Whatever. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. They say don't share the covers. If you sleep with someone, use separate blankets because it helps keep their body heat away. True. I buy that one. I, buy, I do that too. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't sleep with the same cover. Right. You have your blankie. I have mine. Yeah. Last but not least, mm. if you're a hot sleeper, it's mm. summertime. Mm-hmm. Leave your hair damp. So take a shower before bed. Don't dry your hair. It's a little uncomfortable. I mean, you know, you got the wet pillow going on, but you're not going to be hot. You might look like the uh, the fuzzy troll guy on the end of the oh, pencil when yeah. you wake up in the morning. Absolutely but you hey, will. at least you weren't hot when you were sleeping. Exactly. I've got one. Just turn the air conditioning on. Ugh. Nice 67, Don't 68 degrees. That makes me grab perfect. my blankie right now. <laughs>